The Gospel reading today is Luke chapter 9, verses 51 to 56. And I'm reading it from the Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Um, but if you want to follow it in the Pew Bible, the, the, the page number is uh, on your sheet. Luke chapter 9, verse 56. Fifty-one. Sorry. When the days drew near for Jesus to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. But the people would not receive him because his face was set towards Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. Amen. You were pleased to know I only have two points this morning. Um, and the first one is uh, about the best prayer I ever read. That's quite a big statement, isn't it? Um, and this prayer was written by a small child. And I'll tell you how it came about. When I was in, working in the Shetland Isles in the 70s, it was the custom um, for the minister, either Church of Scotland or Methodist, um, to go into the schools and do RE. So that's what I did. And so on the morning that I was due to go, I would get there and the, um, the teacher would disappear into the staff room and have a cup of coffee, I should think. Um, and. Um, I used to have a great time with these youngsters, just a small group, a mixed group, there was only two classes in the school. So this particular morning, um, we were talking about prayer, and the children joined in really well. And um, so there was a bit of time left before the bell, and I gave out sheets of paper and pencils and said, I want you to write a prayer, beginning, Dear Jesus. So they set to and um, they did a good job. And when the bell went, I collected up the papers and when I got home and read them, they were all very sweet and very predictable. Dear Jesus, help me to be good. Dear Jesus, look after my grandma. Um, all the little prayers. But one child, had begun well, she'd started by writing, Dear Jesus, help me to be, and then she couldn't think what. But when I read that, I thought, she's written the deepest, profoundest, most impressive prayer that anybody could ever write. Dear Jesus, help me to be. Um, I could tell you that Paul Tillich, um, 
who um, was a German theologian uh, in the 20th century. He wrote a 200 pages on how to be, the courage to be. And it does take enormous courage to be yourself. Because we sort of always look at other people, see their very best points, and reflect badly on ourselves. Or I suppose, if, if you've grown up thinking too much of yourself, you maybe look at other people and think, oh, I'm better than them. But in so many ways, we're not really satisfied with ourselves. But all we have to be is the best we, the best me I can be. I don't have to be anybody else. You don't have to be anybody else. Just be the best you, you can be. And it's so liberating to be able to be yourself. It's so frustrating and demoralizing to be comparing yourself with others and thinking that you're not doing as well as anybody else. Just grow into what Jesus wants you to be. Well, some of us haven't that much growing to do yet, but, but all through our lives, we need to come back to that central point of saying to Jesus, Jesus, help me to be the best bee I can be. So that's my number one point. And my number two point comes to you from my vast experience. When you're old and you look back, you see things that you didn't see when you were young. So this is uh, just one thing that I want to say to you. And I want to say to you, to you, do read your Bible now. Because um, I've been a Christian uh, 60 years. And in those 60 years, I've read my Bible back and front, back and front. Um, but now, and all through my life actually, but I notice it more now, whenever a verse of scripture comes into my head, it comes in the form of the Bible I used when I was young, which is the Revised Standard Version, this one. I don't know, <laughs> stop it to bits now. But uh, for instance, when I was thinking of a Bible passage uh, suitable for this morning, I thought, I know what I want, to I know what I want. I want that passage that begins, and Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem. Well, that's how it is in this version, not in NIV, which I read now. So that proves to me that I, I am remembering that from being 20, not whatever age I am now. So if you read the Bible now, it will pay you such dividends because you're just at the point when you're taking everything in. And I have to tell you, from about 25, your brain starts to die off, doesn't it? So do it now. When you're reading the Bible, it's such a precious book. Um, and not to give time to learning about your faith is such a shame, because if you get that good grounding while you're young, it will stand you in good stead all your life. But I want to, to say about that passage of scripture, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem. 
that's a doing thing, isn't it? That's not a being, that's a doing, he decided. And I commend you for being ones who want to do something and make a difference in the world for Jesus. So I'm not saying that doing isn't important because it is, it's absolutely vital. Um, and, it, and it's that point when you decide to do it that's the critical bit, isn't it? You never do anything if you don't decide to do it in the first place. Jesus decide to, decided to go to Jerusalem despite his knowledge of what might happen to him when he got there. He decided to go, he set his face to go. And when we decide to do something, that's the first step in getting it done, isn't it? So be doers and be beers as well. But first comes being. So I'm going to offer you a prayer now, you young people. And I've got a terrible memory now, but I can remember this prayer um, because I shall recite it to you in the RSV version of the Bible. And I won't get lost. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his... What? <laughs> I have forgotten it. <laughs> lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I could recite it anywhere except from the pulpit. That's it. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And if we go out of this uh, church this morning with that ringing in our heads, how can we not rejoice and be glad? Amen.